Welcome to Sensibly Cynical. My name, of course, is Sean, and today I have an awesome episode. I will be talking to Emily and Jackie from the Greener Grass Podcast. These two are amazing. They play a game of Would You Rather, so it's like, would you rather rent or buy a home? Would you rather throw or go to a party? Pretty awesome concept, like... I would never even think of something like that, but these two geniuses have, and they are thriving as a podcast. So I am so excited to talk to them. We're going to be talking about Schitt's Creek, the popular pop TV sitcom that lasted from 2015 to, unfortunately, April 7th, 2020. And joining me now, the co-host of the Greener Grass Podcast, Emily and Jackie. What's going on, y'all? Hi, thanks for having us. Yes. Yes, salute. (laughs) Cheers. All right. We were talking a little bit off air, and uh, you told me some of the uh, background of the show. So um, how did it all start? Emily, you can go first. So, yeah, Jackie and I have been best friends for many years. I'm not going to say how many, because that'll age us a little too much, but... uh, one thing Jackie and I always do when we're together at parties or tailgating or whatever is we play, well, we have two different games we play. <laughs> we play Mary F. Kill yeah. with yeah. people yeah. or Would You Rathers. Um, so we wanted to do podcasting forever. We never really thought of like what we could do. You know, we threw some ideas around or whatever, but mm-hmm. I was like, think about what we always do. Yeah. Would you rather? So, you know, I didn't think we could do a podcast on Mary Trump Kill because that could hurt some people's feelings. Or ding, or ding, Mary Kill, as they used to say. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so we're like, would you rather? Like, mm. we do that all the time. So let's make it into a podcast. And usually, our would you rather's are kind of crazy, whatever. But we decided to take some kind of real topics and and go with it. So that's basically it. We said, let's do this. So we did it. All right. So the audience knows who is who. <laughs> that's uh. So Jackie. This is Jackie. Okay. Uh, Matt with Emily. Yeah, I don't know. All right. <laughs> Not that yeah. you can see us, but yeah. uh, if you look us up. All right. Uh, so. Uh huh. Okay. So, who actually thought of the Greener Grass podcast? Like the actual name of the show? That was me, Jackie. Yep. Jackie? Okay. So. One of the concepts you thought of the name. The whole thing's very collaborative, though. Right, right. That's why I said co-host, obviously. But uh, so, so um, I don't know how I found you guys. I think I found you guys like on Instagram or something. And like I started listening and I'm like, these people are these two are stars. Like I have to I have to find a way to get them on my show. I know this has been in the works for a while and we're going to get to Shit's Creek. But I just wanted to uh, shoot the shit with you guys for a while. So we're really excited. Because hopefully it will open up some doors 
some avenues where we could maybe do other remote um, guesting with other podcasts yeah. or have people on our show or whatever. I love this whole community. Like, it's like a family found out with podcasting, and I didn't realize it was at all. We help each other out, so I'm uh-huh. hoping we, you know, we'll promote you on our show. Yeah. You can help us out. We can just spread the love. Yeah, that's why I did that, uh, that post. I don't know if you saw it, but I did that post. Because I I like to shout out good podcasts. Like, Thank you. I've seen plenty of podcasts, or listen, seen, well, that too, but <laughs> there do you, there's YouTube podcasts. But I've heard plenty of podcasts where it's like people will refer me to it, and I'll be like, eh. And then, like, and then I've listened to ones where it's like you see, you see, like, really good podcasters. So, yeah. Let's get to Shit's Creek. Now, for those that don't know, what's the, Emily, what's the premise behind the show? For those that don't know. Um, yeah, so Shit's Creek's about a family, a very wealthy family that lost all their money and had to move into this small motel in this backwoods little town. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the main premise and just how they adjusted their new life to this, what do you to call it? Up, yeah. up Shit's Creek without a pattern. Right. It was on Pop TV, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it like their highest rated show? Did they like get a winner here with this? Netflix snapped it up pretty damn fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great show. I, I don't know. So six seasons I saw uh, that, yeah. there, that there was, uh, I looked up Wikipedia, you know, for, for uh, <laughs> no, I, I knew about Shit's Creek, but I mean, for little details for the show, uh, you know, Wikipedia is everyone's friend. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you love how, like, Wikipedia always asks for donations? And it just gives me, like, a little X to click. I feel bad, but... Nah. <laughs> just give me my info. Yeah, exactly. I feel hesitant to give money to Wikipedia as long as yeah. it is um, open to public update. Like, I don't want to give money to something that anybody can post anything. Like, come on. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, would, I would donate if they're like, look, we're trying to go legit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so the star, obviously, am I wrong in saying the star, or is there, like, two stars, like Johnny Rose and um, who's his son, David? Dan Levy. Dan, well, yeah, Levy but the, the characters, the characters are Johnny and David, right? Yeah, I, I feel like this show, there's so many that stand out. I don't think it's just about the Roses. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's okay. everybody has their own special little it's place. So. Right, but I, f- yeah. I find it interesting is how many shows... Have real life father son play father sons on on TV? Yeah, not many. Like, you know that Twyla is his daughter. Yeah. So oh, really? Yeah, Eugene, Dan, and uh, Sarah Sarah Levy. So was Eugene the like producer behind it, like executive producer? Yeah, he and Dan together did it. So oh, it was so- like Dan's brainchild, and then he and his dad just cultivated yeah. it and and grew it into what it what it. Was. Yes. I was just reading, actually, Dan, mm-hmm. um, who plays David, uh, got the idea by watching reality TV, so he was watching, like, the Kardashians or some shit, mm-hmm. and he was like, what would happen if they lost their money? Yeah. Like, if the Kardashians had no money, would they still be the Kardashians? Like, would yeah. they have all this? And that just mm-hmm. sparked the idea for the show of a family with lots of money losing it all and, and what they would do and how they would adjust. So that's where the, the concept came from. And then he took it to Eugene, his mm-hmm. dad, like, hey, I have this idea. And then they just rolled with it. Yeah, for those that are thinking right now, well, Eugene Levy sounds familiar because he should be to you. He was the main protagonist on the American Pie series. Am I right? Yeah. 
Were you guys into that? Uh, those movies back in the day? Yeah, yeah, sure. Everybody yeah. knows about that one time at Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you just watch it? Yeah, I did. I just watched it. <laughs> I just literally watched it the other day. Yeah. Again, I mean, not for the first time, but just I put it on. I was like, man, I forgot how crazy the movie is. Let's go over season one, obviously okay. first. So I just watched season one, a uh, majority of it. And I, I find it, like, not surprising because he's a great actor, but you it just seemed like the episode one was could be like an episode 100. You know what I mean? It just seemed like they had a, they had a uh, what's the word, like a good vibe from the start. I think it's such a unique concept for the show. And the fact that the people that created it, creatively created mm-hmm. it, and then physically created it, you know, brought it to life. Yeah are also the characters on the show, so they're they're really invested in it. And then as people, they're invested in each other already, so I think that they already had that dynamic working for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then the fact that the concept of the show was mm-hmm. so unique, um, not only was it different, but then because it was different, they really kind of had carte blanche on whatever they wanted to do and whichever direction they wanted to take it. Yeah, I like the scene, I think it was the first or second episode, when, like, the water, like, when the water's dripping, and then the guy goes, uh, Johnny goes to the main desk, and was like, hey, can I get, can I get this, this, and this, and then she's just, like, ignoring him, basically, like, who the fuck is this guy? Right, yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. There's a really funny, uh, behind-the-scenes story about that episode, because I guess, in real life, Eugene Letty hates to get his hair wet, uh, yeah, I read that. And, like, he was freaking out. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, like, tell me about the, like, progression of season one. Like, how did it set the set the course for the rest of the series? I, I feel like the progression of season one just um, had little little ancillary stories going along while setting the scene or setting the setting scene for the overarching theme of the whole show. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole first season was really just getting you invested. Yeah, right. I was going to say. Right. Yeah, getting to do the, getting to know the characters, which uh-huh. I think was better. I feel like the show opened with a cliffhanger. They fucking lost everything. <laughs> yeah, where do we go from here? Yeah. Also, I will say though, I I kind of feel, and then I don't want to speak for Emily, but I'm I'm going to. We binged, <laughs> we binged the whole show. She watched it. I, I don't know, like a month before I did. She's like, you got to watch this. And so then I literally watched like the entire series in like yeah. four days. I was uh, trying to think that I remember news about it. And yeah, it, did, it came out the beginning of 2015. I know that Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 92, but like, was it well received from the beginning? Yeah. And I mean, it won so many awards because the one thing that is really groundbreaking about the show is that it's, it really, it's like the, one of the first major programs to have, um, LBGQT in the in the show, but not as um, a source of strife or stress or drama or the butt of a joke. They were just a character, and that just happened to be he was pansexual, and that that was like the least sensational thing about the entire Rose family. Yeah, I see. What, I see what, uh, where you're coming from with that. Now, how many times in season one did the sisters say, "Oh my God, David," or was it "Ouch, David"? Or <laughs> How many times, like, an episode was it? Like, it seemed like every single one. That's the thing. Alexis cracks me up because in the beginning, you're, you think you're not going to like her. Like, yeah. she's going to be a snobby, obnoxious, and you end up loving her. 
loving her. Yeah. I didn't think I would end up liking her, but I really, I love her. Yeah. Was she a, was this kind of her breakout role? Do you know anything about, like, her before, like, the actress? I think most of the characters um, on the show, with the exception of Catherine and Eugene, were fairly successful in uh, Canada, but not so much here in the States. Mm-hmm. So, can you explain, like, the progression then of, like, two and three? So, basically, there were several times throughout the show that they thought they were going to get out. Like, this yeah. is something. Oh, crazy. yeah. And I think I think that's how season one ended. They thought they were going to yeah. get out. And then um, the contract fell through, and they didn't get there's all Yeah, there's always something that keeps them there. Right, and so, you think that they saw that it was working, they just kept the same kind of uh, formula throughout? Yeah, I think so. They were like, oh. It was going to be a shorter series, um, but they they kept it going because the story just kept going. So it wasn't done yet. So um, I think it was only supposed to be five seasons, but they ended up making it into six. And Mm the story wasn't done yet. So, yeah. So so you binged, wait a minute, you binged all 80 episodes? Yeah. (laughs) Did you, were you sober through all that? (laughs) I mean, maybe. Maybe some of it. So, what happened, like, toward the end, like, of the series? Like, when you got to the last season, like, how did they wrap it up? Like, I know everyone was excited about the ending of Shit's Creek. Like, how did they um, finish it? So, I mean, basically, they set it up for everybody to get their uh, happily ever after. Yeah. But then about midway through the season, you're like, oh, my <laughs> God, they're still not going to get it. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, they, they do. They do. And it's beautiful because they work for it. All of them mm-hmm. work for it. Everybody, yeah. it's not just like, it's not handed oh, to them. There you go. Yeah, they, they earned it. They mm-hmm. had always been handed, been just handed everything they want. They're so spoiled. And throughout the series, they worked for everything. Yeah, do you have any favorite seasons? Like of the six, which one's your favorite uh, season? Uh, we don't have favorite seasons, but we have favorite episodes. Oh, favorite episodes. We'll go with, we'll go with that. Yeah, season, was it season six or season four? Because there's gonna be some people listening to this that has that has no idea, so I'm trying to. <laughs> so basically, they are an item, and it's kind of not super hush hush, but a little bit. Um, this is Patrick's first um, gay relationship. Ah. Uh, he's always in the closet, and so it was a little bit of one of those like, 
I'm embarrassed to be gay. I'm embarrassed to say that my boyfriend is my business partner because people will think this is the wrong reason we're together. Mm. And then finally being like, you know what? Fuck it. I love you. Here it is. <laughs> and it was awesome. So because you see him go from like super embarrassed when he goes on stage to just genuinely touched. And it's just played so well that you mm-hmm. feel that emotion. You feel like you're being serenaded. You're like, I know exactly how he's feeling right now. So like, what was it about... Um, like Dan Levy, do you think was entertaining? Like, do, uh, is it just his humor um, is what attracted people to his character? Oh, yeah. David's my absolute favorite, and Jackie's too, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's so unique. You've never met, met like I met yeah. him. Like I know them. Best friends. I feel like I know him. <laughs> <laughs> You've never just met a character like that. Just yeah. his mannerisms, the thing he's, things he says. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never seen a character like him on any other show, so... I think that just attracted people to him. Everything about his character was just so authentic. Like I, mm-hmm. like we said earlier, you know, his character... Like, so, for example, on the TV show Will and Grace, mm-hmm. his character is similar in some ways to Jack McFarland on that show. Right. But David's not meant to be a joke. He's not meant to be the comic relief. Yeah. But he naturally is. Yeah. You, you see... It's just super relatable. It doesn't read like a script. It doesn't read like a TV show. No. It reads like this could happen. It feels real. Mm-hmm. I mean, like his relationship with Stevie is one of my favorite oh, relationships. Absolutely. And just yes. the way they talk to each other, their whole little like warmest wishes, best regards, yeah. instead of saying bye, like that cracks me. Um, <laughs> I, I fucking love them. Let's talk about um, the mother in the. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so I have a wait. I have a quote that I pulled from. Uh, I don't know the episode or the season. I, I pulled it off of YouTube. You know, whatever. <laughs> this is a really good quote. I'm gonna see if you guys um, know this quote. She said to David, "What you did was impulsive, capricious, and melodramatic, but also what? Fill it in blank." <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's great. So what is she? Does she have like a deadpan kind of uh, delivery? Kind of. It's almost like somebody that is outrageous. What was her name in the... What's her name? Moira. Moira. It almost sounds like Moist. (laughs) Moistra. Uh, Moistra. Give me another uh, favorite episode or moment or whatever you got. I mean, this kind of goes along with the other one we just talked about. No, season four, episode nine. Oh, there we go. Same season that we talked about. Episode Jackie just talked about when Patrick serenaded David. They're back in the apothecary, and David takes the same song and lip syncs it and does a little dance for Patrick. And it's like the sweetest. Like I'm getting chills because it was so sweet and lovey. And he does this whole, and it's so out of his comfort zone, but he did it. And he's he's dancing and lip syncing, and you can just feel the connection between the two. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Like that was my favorite season. I or my favorite episode of the whole season. I think. Oh, me too. I I'm like I cried. I mean, it was just so sweet and touching and loving. And yeah, that that's it for me. That and was like, my favorite. Patrick was like, you know, people can see you, and, and he, he didn't just care. Kept going. He, just kept he, didn't care. he did it because he loves Patrick <laughs> yeah. so much. It was just so sweet, and cute. Oh. The whole family, like Alexis, is like that too. But she's like, I love this journey for you. <laughs> Alexis is so sweet. I yeah. do love her too. Yeah. So back to back to Johnny. He's a he's like a big boss person at like a store, right? What's his um, occupation? What's he? So he was like the president CEO of 
video rental chain, and then they lost that, and so he's kind of bringing his expertise to the motel. Yeah. And the and so his wife is a soap opera star, or something. Yeah. yeah. Sunset Meg. Sunset Meg. <laughs> She's an actress. Moira. Yeah. Moira. Moira. What's funny about Moira, and I think you told me this too. Well, her accent that she has—that weird, nobody knows what accent it is. Mm. She just developed on her own. She just. It just came out during. They didn't. They didn't ask her to talk like it that. Just came it out. just came out. <laughs> and um, like the episode where she talks about the baby, and she calls it the bebe, bebe, <laughs> she mm-hmm. bebe. No one knew she was going to say baby like that. She just said it, and the whole cast like cracked up in the crew, and they're like, "Oh my god, yeah," because it fits. It, yeah. it works. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who can answer this first, but what was your first reaction when you found out that uh, season six was uh, was all she wrote or he wrote? Got emotional. Jackie and I get really attached to shows yeah. and characters, movies. We really, really get invested and we get emotional and we cry. So any ending to any show that yeah. we love is, is a loss. Like we're losing yeah. our <laughs> yeah. friends. We I know. Really I feel old. We do. We feel it. We feel it deep. So it was really sad, but yeah. I think it was a great way to end. Like yeah. the story was over. What I you can tell me if I'm wrong on this, but what I read online was that. Um, Eugene and uh, Dan, they they just pulled the plug, right? They weren't forced. They just said that yes. the story was written and you go out on top. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep, that's right. The story was over. Yeah. There's nothing more to tell. And it was a great story. I love it. And I, and I think that they kind of, I like the way that they <clears throat> did it too because it ended in a way that it made sense to end. They all went different places. You can't really have a... You know, all the all the characters are in different places. Then you have literal separate storylines. It doesn't make sense. Right. So I think that the way they ended it was it was very satisfying but bittersweet. Yeah, it's always sad to see a show end. All right, so. well, let's get to. Uh, you said you had a few. Would you rather for us, right? Because that's the premise of the podcast. Yeah, we do. So we picked a uh, Schitt's Creek one. So we're asking you. Would Me. You rather. Yeah, we're asking you. Okay. Would you rather be trapped in the Rosebud, Rosebud Motel for 24 hours with Moira or Roland? Roland shit. <laughs> uh, 24 hours just locked in a room with them. At the Rosebud Motel. At the motel. One of the rooms. Yeah. Who would you pick? Probably Moira. Cause okay. I, well, because I'm like, I'm pretty chill. And I know, I, even though I know she's not, I can just listen to music and just tune her out. <laughs> as long she as... Yeah, I'll just doze off and she can, she, can be, she can be crazy, but not around. I'll just zone out and pretend she's not there. Okay. Okay, we're going to pretend this is real life for just a second. And when you're spending the night in a hotel with her, you have to take a picture of you wearing her wigs and send it to us. Yeah. Because it's real life. What? <laughs> actually gonna happen you're gonna put me on the you're gonna put me on the you're gonna put me on the spot that's 
Wait, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you want to give them another one? Yeah, do you want another one? Yeah. Another would you rather? Yeah, go ahead. Or, or, or lose all of your success, all of your life savings, everything you have, and have to live like like the roses in a shitty motel. Lose your money, or all lose, your. It depends. It depends on. The, it depends on the length of the uh, of the video. No, in all seriousness, I'd rather be stuck in a uh, in a hotel because I was a Boy Scout, you know. So I'm resourceful. So all that shit, I'll just deal with it, you know. Figure it out. Okay. Yeah, I'll just figure it out. I'm resourceful, so I would rather be in that damn hotel. I w- I wouldn't complain. I'm not a pussy, you know. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'm thinking show my sex tape. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I'll keep my money. <laughs> wasn't for Ray J, where would Kim be, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right. Cool, cool. Those were only two. We had two for you, so there you go. How many episodes have you guys done? Like, what episode okay, are you on? Right, you were just getting used to it. Fun and exciting. It's our yeah. first one, you know. So I don't know about you. Um, I will say I I did really like that one because um, mm-hmm. ego stroking purposes. Even though we felt a little bit rusty, I guess rusty is not the right word because it's our first episode. Just new, but just new and a little uncertain. But we got really good feedback, and it felt good doing it. Yeah. So it was our first episode, You're- but it was also the episode that I felt like mm-hmm. we're doing this. Yeah, it's like it's like being invited to the popular party for the first time. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got the invite. Used to do an episode after the name of this podcast, Sensible or Cynical. <laughs> I used to. What's What's funny is I got a quick story. What's funny is in the beginning of the podcast when I had uh, when I had Frank on as uh, he was my he, we were co-hosts. We would at the end of an episode with like a guest or whatever, we would have them do a sensible or cynical thought. But I stopped. I kind of stopped doing that. But like because it just got like redundant because people would people would say the same thing and it's like all right so i stopped doing that but like i guess with a theme like that i mean it's it's kind of brilliant because you have no boundaries either like with my podcast i can talk about whatever but yeah. your podcast kind of has double like because you have freedom to do whatever and there's structure there's that structure helps doesn't it yeah it does 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 it does
yeah, it does. It's fun each week to think of a new topic and and you know come up with our little notes, pros and cons, and I don't know, it's just fun. Yeah, we just we wanted it to be fun. We didn't want anything serious. We try not to do any deep, serious, you know, yeah. um, controversial topics. Has there so, been a, has there been a time where you had one idea but the other didn't uh, shot it down? No, no. It's always been it's, it's Honestly, always been no. collaborative. Yeah. Like, do you like this idea? Yeah. And and if there was ever anything where it's like the only difference would be like, yeah, but I think we should call it this instead. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like or it's like it a little bit. Like, I was thinking this, but oh, how about we do this? Yeah. And we just kind of brainstorm together and make it whatever it is. So, but well, we're usually always on the same page. But yeah. I will say, mm-hmm. if, if there were a topic that I was like, oh, let's do this, and she's like, I'm not comfortable with that, then we just don't do it, because that's the relationship we have. It's not like mm-hmm. hard feelings or anybody being bitter or, you know, feeling, you know, butthurt. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Go against my ideas. Yeah. No, we get along good. So you guys are in Ohio, right? Yep, we are. Columbus, Ohio. Well, near Columbus, Ohio. Ohio uh, State University? Yeah, we're super close to it. Right, like, we're right in the heart of it all. As they said. <laughs> we are. Yeah, if you live, you live where we do, you have to be a Buckeye fan, or yeah. you're nothing. Or get okay. the fuck out. And it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. So we don't get our football this year because of fucking coronavirus. Yeah, I know the we'll big. We'll miss it because it's part of our fall. Oh, we leave guys... scarlet and gray. Okay. Yeah. So you guys hate Michigan. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Sorry, any Michigan listeners yeah. out there? Oh, uh. We don't like Michigan. I think we have more more Ohio listeners than Michigan anyways. <laughs> I'll tell you my favorite episode of y'all's, the one that got me kind of like I listened I listened to y'all's uh show obviously that's how I found you but like party the throw party or what did the go to a party? Yeah, throw right. What were you guys like who threw the party, who went to the party? I was a party girl in high school. Oh yeah. But, did you go to college? Um, I you... went to a party. Yeah, I did. I'm a nurse now. I'm a nice, responsible adult, but, but no, yeah, I was a party girl in high school. I yeah, I liked to drink and have some fun. Jackie, were you the were you the uh, throw the party type? Nope, and I didn't go either for two reasons. One, my parents were hella strict, and two, I was pretty not popular. So oh, yeah. it could have been because my parents were strict. They're probably like, "Fuck this girl. She's not gonna even be able to come." <laughs> Um, so I was out of high school before I started going to parties. Um, I started dating my husband who is, uh, a little bit older than me. So once I graduated, he was having parties. Uh. So I guess I was the goer. However, when we bought our house, we used to throw parties. (laughs) I also drank all the I think, um, there have been occasions where we'll like have a, a drink planned ahead of time, but pretty much what happens is. We do like a BYOB. Yeah, we do. <laughs> what do you guys do for fun up there? Concerts. Con- with, before COVID. Yeah, that's not bare to lead. How are you guys doing up there with the COVID? How's Ohio? And is there like a mask mandate or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't do that. We, you can't go anywhere in public without masks and, you know, all the social distancing stuff. We've been really good social yeah. distancing and doing what we're told because we want to get this yeah. fucking thing done. So and we can say with full... Transparency. Um, my husband was actually sick earlier this week, and he had a COVID test, um, and he was negative. So we knew we were safe. Yeah. And I've had two COVID tests, so I'm good. Yeah. Really. <laughs> on, on the job hazard. <laughs> yeah. 
I worked around COVID very closely, and then my my daughter actually had COVID, so. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I no, it's okay. She's better. She's fine. But uh, yeah, we're COVID free over here. But yep. we're, we're following the guidelines. Yes, we're being good. Florida, Florida's another story. <laughs> Florida's out of control, you guys. Any, anything crazy, you know, it's Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I love Florida so much. I actually just went down there in June, right before things got really out of control. Like the week after I left, it was like <laughs> shut down everything. Again, we got out of the fast, but I love Florida. So, but you guys are nuts. <laughs> yeah, I know. So concerts and what else? Yeah, we like to go to concerts. We we do a lot of of. I I feel like I don't want to call them parties because. Well, days. now with the we, social. We have dinner parties. We have friends <laughs> over. We entertain. Yeah. We love playing like ridiculous games. Like uh, shit happens is a really fun game. Like a card game. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys played? Uh, you know what Cards Against Humanity is? Yes, we yeah. do that. We do yeah. that a lot too. Yeah, that's we a great. Work out. Work out a lot. We work out a lot. Behind me. Yeah. Wait, there's a gym? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're in the basement. Oh, yeah. in the basement. Yeah, yeah, we work out a lot. And, yeah. Trying to, you know, working on our fitness, try, trying to take care of ourselves. All but, right. Uh, yeah. Emily, Jackie, yeah. the floor is yours. Do you have anything to promote or any social media? good thank you for your time thank you and, thanks for uh, having us yeah. it was really fun yeah it was really fun thank you so much it was both sensible and cynical yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I appreciate that you guys stay safe up there okay you stay safe too yeah alright <laughs> bye yeah okay bye. bye and there you have it that was Emily and Jackie from the Greener Grass Podcast that was a good time you know talking Shits Creek and that was the Levy creation. Dan and Eugene made that into a great series. And as sad as it is that it is not coming back, the legacy of Shits Creek will live on forever. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sensibly Cynical. You can check us out on Twitter at Cynical Sensibly, Instagram Sensibly Cynical Pod, and you can check out our Facebook group. Also, if you could please. Subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. It would be highly appreciated. Take care.